Welcome back to Field Notes by Ag Choice, an educational podcast focused on inspiring growth in our families, businesses, and rural communities. Thanks for listening. This week's Field Notes is another feature from the Ag BizCast podcast. Launched in August, Ag BizCast shares inspiring stories of young, beginning, and small farmers. It's targeted at current, past, and future participants of the Ag Biz Masters educational program, but really anyone's invited to listen. Today's episode of the Ag BizCast is an interview with Marlon Hartzler, a dairy farmer turned pig and crop farmer. Marlon shares about the importance of wise investment decisions, striving for growth, and finding mentors. I invite you to look for and subscribe to Ag BizCast on your favorite podcast platform to hear more stories from young and beginning farmers like Marlon. Also, learn more about Ag Biz Masters, a learning series for young and beginning farmers at agbizmasters.com. Now on to today's episode. My name is Iris Peters, and with me today is Marlon Hartzler, owner and operator of his own pig and crop farm and Ag Biz Masters graduate. Marlon, thank you for joining me today. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Yep, thank you. We'll go ahead and get started with our questions. Uh, so the first question I have for you, Marlon, uh, could you tell us about your operation, uh, some of its history, and how you got started with it? Um, I bought my grandparents' dairy farm. In 2007, um, I'm the fourth generation on the farm. It was dairy um, up until I bought it. Uh, We started milking 26 cows. That's what was here when we bought it. And we raised corn and alfalfa um, and sold the milk. And in 2016, by 2016, we had approximately doubled our herd size. Uh, we were milking 50 cows and we made the decision to sell the cows and get into hog farming. Um, we put up a finisher barn and uh, we started raising hogs in 2018. And so that's what we're currently doing now. Um, raising corn and beans and wheat as a cash crop. and. Uh, my wife and I and five children are the primary operators of the farm. Great. Thank you for sharing. Uh, so next question, why do you enjoy uh, farming and operating an agricultural business and what inspires you to stay in that business? <laughs> That's a tough question. It changes. It changes all the time. Um, I enjoy working with family. I enjoy working with the kids. And my wife, um, I think family operations are, they're slowly getting phased out. Um, and I, I enjoy working with the family. I enjoy being part of the supply of the food chain. I think it's important to um, have a sustainable food chain to feed the world. And I enjoy being part of that. Great. Good answer. Uh, so what uh, was the biggest challenge in uh, taking over your family business whenever you first got started with it? Looking back on it, <laughs> I just shake my head sometimes at um, how naive I was, what a kid I was when we started. Um, I, if I had to, to pinpoint it, I would say management skills and finances. 
were the two things that I was not prepared for when we took over. Definitely. Um, so this is a kind of kind of a tough question. I know a lot of people always laugh whenever I ask this. Um, but if you want to share with us, what has been your favorite memory from the farm business over the past years? I would have to say working with family and the kids, um, watching them interact with the animals. Uh, we do have some beef cows yet. So watching them um, interact with the animals, learning life skills, um, and just being able to pass on my knowledge to them and being able to, you know, see the, not necessarily even a tradition, but just to see the next generation coming on and being able to, to take on the, you know, take on the vision. Um, I would say one of the most satisfying aspects of it is um, paying off a piece of equipment or something that you've, that you've had on payments, you know, you need a piece of equipment on the farm. And so you, you, you um, decide what you want, you put it on payments and then you're working on it, you're working on it. And then that final payment is a, that's a very satisfactory feeling. Yeah, I'm sure that definitely feels good. And now uh, you talk about your kids, how old are they? Like, are they getting older now that they're interested in working too, or are they still younger? Uh, they're still younger. The oldest is nine. Um, the youngest is one. So it's uh, some days it's more work than help, um, but it's it's an it's enjoy it's enjoy for, uh, I enjoy it, um, and it's surprising how much they can help at this age um, and the interest they show and the questions they ask and it's just fun teaching them. Yeah, you can never start them too early. Start them young. <laughs> uh, so with talking about your children and everything. Um, what do you envision for the future of the farm? I don't know. That changes too. Um, I would like to see my children take over the farm, but that is not, that's not my main goal. Um, my goal is to invest wisely. That's something that I learned the hard way um, before AgBiz. Invest wisely when you have the opportunity to grow but don't do it when it, you're going to sacrifice your existing business plan. Growth is the ultimate goal, I think, but it's you have to be smart about it in order to make it successful. Mm -hmm, definitely. Uh, so as an AgBiz Masters graduate, and we got into this a little just now, but in your own words, what does AgBiz Masters teach young and beginning farmers like yourself? Uh, it teaches good financial management. And the importance of record keeping, that was the other thing that I had to learn the hard way. If you don't keep records at the end of a year, you don't know what you did and what you did wrong and what you did right. Um, so that was one thing that helped us tremendously was keeping detailed records of everything because you can go back and benchmark against yourself um, when you have that to go back to. But if you don't keep records, you don't know if you're going backwards or forwards. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Very important. Uh, so with the record keeping and things that you learned from AgBiz, uh, what changes did you see after uh, in your operation after completing the program? Being able to, to look at the operation from a numbers point of view, not necessarily this is the way we always did it because 
um, that's actually a large, a large part of being able to sell the cows. Um, we sold the cows in 16 when milk price was good. Um, cow prices were good. It felt like a crazy thing to do, but the numbers didn't lie. And it was, it, it pushed us out of our comfort zone, but being willing to look at the numbers and follow the numbers, you won't regret it because they don't lie. Um, and you have to, you have to, you have to follow the numbers. Definitely. Uh, so one of the last questions I have for you here today, um, what piece of advice do you have for younger beginning farmers that are looking to start their own business? Take advantage of the ag biz class if you can. Um, that is, that's definitely worth your while. Also your wife, if she is at all interested in the farm, um, <clears throat> two is definitely better than one. What you remember, your wife will forget and vice versa, and you can round each other out. Um, the other thing that I found very helpful is building strategic business friendships. There are people who will pull you down and there are people who will build you up and make sure that you... You associate with the people that, uh, how would you say, that build you up because it will make a difference. Um, and I, I have found that time and time again, you know, you make wise, make wise friends, not just in a personal life, but even in a business life, because it, it does definitely affect your outcome. You talk about um, strategic business uh, friendships. Do you have like a mentor? Um, that you go to or just people kind of in your shoes that you just communicate with to get advice? Not a specific mentor, but um, what was I going to say? I lost my thought. Um, oh, okay. So as a farmer, you, you, you're a jack of all trades, master of none. Um, but there are people out there who specify in certain fields that you don't have much expertise in. Um, surround yourself with people who are experts in their field. They might not know much about farming, but they know um, the, the things that you're not, I guess, recognize your weaknesses and strengthen them by finding people who are better at it than you are. Because I, I, I have, I'll admit right up front, I have a weakness with numbers, okay? Um, so I had to find people who were willing to not invest a ton of time, but are willing to walk beside you and answer your questions. Um, and it can go with, with animal husbandry. It can go with, you know, business decisions as far as like purchases and things like that. Um, but all through, all throughout your business, there are things that you don't know that someone else does. And don't be willing to ask because that's what makes you a better business person all around. Well, yeah, great answers, Marlon. Um, thank you for joining the podcast today and sharing some stories about your own operation. Glad I can help you out. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review, plus subscribe and share it with a friend. As always, you can head over to agchoice.com slash podcast to view the transcript and listen to other episodes. 
To catch all the latest from us, follow along on Facebook and Instagram at AgChoiceFarmCredit.